Hey everyone, welcome back for episode 6 of Touche the Podcast. I'm David, and I'm joined by my co-captain, Tally. All aboard. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, and on all social media platforms at Touche the Podcast. Let's get into it. Let's dive into it. If that makes it on the blooper, I'm literally quitting the pod. All the editing in the world can't fix that. Can we redo this? I'm like over it. Club going up on a Tuesday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this sounds so obnoxious. We're cutting this. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to throw this laptop at you. Ball and freaking chain, man. What did you just say? <laughs> I was quoting, she's the man. I got a lifetime of knowledge. I'm like watching your eyes flicker. It's like watching like a robot reboot. I could go all day, baby. David sent me some really funny texts this weekend, so I'm looking forward to that weekend recap. Yeah, I'm just reading them for the first time now, so. Perfect. You're hearing it first on the pod. All I'll have to say as of right now is if you're bad at karaokeing, I guess, like, don't sing near me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll leave it. We'll if leave you're it bad at karaoke and David witnesses you singing karaoke, I'm telling you, you will cry after. <laughs> anyway. Um, I had a pretty relaxing weekend. I mean, as we know from last weekend, I went balls to the walls with Margaret and was like kind of out of commission for a week. So I felt like finally better on Friday. And I was like, let me take it easy. And I did. Don't look at me like that. I did take it easy. I watched The Last of Us finale. So good. Oh my God. So I'm so stressed. Did that leave you so stressed? Oh my gosh. He... I'm not no, gonna. No, I'm not gonna do any spoilers. No, but I, I was up. I was actually upset. Yeah, it was actually a little bit disturbing. I can't say that I wouldn't make the same decisions that he made in the finale. Like, if I was in that situation, I would do the same thing. But watching it, I don't know. I'm there was a lot of trust broken. No, there definitely was. Which was very upsetting. Um, yeah, but there's a lot of action in that finale too. Quite a lot of action, and also I do kind of get his perspective because like he didn't know for sure if whatever was going to happen was actually going to save the world. It interestingly enough, and I think we can probably talk about this without spoilers. There's a lot of intesting in like experiments. There's a lot of ethics that go into it. Mm-hmm. And even though he that's the last of us, so we know people get killed. He killed a lot of people. Yeah. They clearly were going to violate ethics yeah. to test on a child. Yeah, I think ethics go out the window when there's a like you know an apocalypse. But do they though? That's such an interesting question. Like, if you think about COVID, if for some reason they said we had to break ethic codes on children to save everyone, honestly, I was thinking about this. I was like, I don't know what I would say. Yeah, that's actually a really good question. I don't know what I would say either. But he clearly, Pedro, we love you. We love you. He chose love. Which I thought was so cute until the end when there's going to be mad drama about it. Can't wait for season two. I can't wait for season two. So we'll have to wait until they start filming again. But I started Chernobyl. Oh, did you did you start Chernobyl because of the Last of Us podcast where they talked about how it was one of the best shows ever? Yes. Okay. Um, I My dad and some other people I knew 
watched it and said it was amazing. And then on the Last of Us podcast, it was the same director. Yes. Crazy. And it's a true, it's obviously a true story. Yeah. It's very historical. Um, So, so sad. I would suggest, I haven't finished it yet. I mean, I know, we know what happens because of history, but I would suggest everyone to watch it. I think one, it's, I didn't know that much about it historically other than like what happened at Chernobyl, it exploded, blah, blah, blah. But it is crazy. I think I really want to watch it. I think I started the first episode and because the first episode kicks off with the explosion. Yes. It's very disturbing. The first episode, honestly, was hard for me to get through. Yeah. Stressful. And the continued episodes, I am just felt on edge the whole time I was watching it. But I do think it's important. Like, I'm all for learning more about history. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I'm excited to continue watching Chernobyl. Okay, I'm going to watch that too. And then we can do a little recap on the pod. Yeah, maybe compare some historical items against the sh- Apparently, it was very historically accurate. Wonderful. But- I love when shows make an effort to make sure everything is accurate same same so that was my friday night and i had a very oh i did a face mask too oh wow so living my skin definitely needs some help uh you're glowing so thank you so much um and then i went to bed and then saturday i get a text from david that (laughs) says please chain me to my bed so i don't go out that's how i was feeling saturday i was like i'm gonna stay in all weekend but you know we'll find out later if that's what i did or not However, I do have a new journey that I'm going on that you don't know about. A new journey? So, basically, Saturday, I had my first golf lesson. What? So, my parents golfed. They used to golf, like, all the time. And then it just kind of fell off. You know, like, when you're an adult, things happen. They golfed together? Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. So cute. Um, And so then this year, my mom was like, I really want to go on a golfing vacation with the family, like, they're taking lessons and you know i'm always down to learn new skills and so i'm joining them they're re-upping their game i'm golfing for realistically the first time so okay wait so do you have clubs or did you have to rent clubs or how did that happen so i didn't have clubs we're taking lessons at this it's like a it's called golf tech so it's a indoor place right now Mm -hmm. i've heard about this place yeah i'm just really working on my swing your technique and all that exactly before i get on the green so Mm -hmm. i don't have clubs but after a couple of months of for my parents have clubs but after a couple of months of lessons for me then i'll do clubs and then i'll be able i mean golf there's a lot of items that go into it but it's not that hard i'm of a game to pick up right i mean it's a lot of mental yeah. Oh, it's there's a lot more thinking that goes mm-hmm. into it than I th- like thinking about how your swing and your arm. Mm-hmm. And obviously, every sport has that. But when the guy was teaching me everything, I was like, wow, there's a lot of items. Also, my, I found out that my back is not flexible. Interesting. You have to. I mean, I'll show you, but your back just moves in ways that my back does not. And I was so sore. Okay, so maybe you should incorporate stretching into this journey too, and then you'll just be like a straight up athlete. Completely. I feel like you already have a natural athleticism, and so it wow, makes thank sense. thank you so much. You're welcome. Makes sense why you could pick up on this so you, quickly. Thank you. But I want to keep track of your progress on the pod. Completely. I will. They recorded my swing. I'll show you. Okay, we're putting that in a TikTok. Oh my god. Maybe I'll get flamed. But I went in being like, okay, this will be a cool thing. Blah blah blah. Like whatever. Maybe I'll like it, or maybe I'm not. But 
I don't the lesson was fun and I was like it would be nice to have something I personally feel as though I know a lot of people in Dallas who golf it's a big golfing well because you can golf pretty much year round year round even when it's cold you can still golf completely and so it's such a great city to have that as like your sport of choice yeah and there's a lot of people that have been like oh just like come like be in the cart or whatever and I don't really you know I don't want to do that like if I'm gonna go golfing I want to actually be golfing so I'm excited to pick a new skill whether I get into it or not that's another rhyme or reason but you know being an as an adult I'm always like what new hobbies should I include in my life so I love that that's so fun this is a new journey I'm going on so maybe we should golf together I would love to golf together you know no I'll drive the cart perfect you can supply me with the drinks. Mm-hmm. You can drink in the car, and we can. I'll bring the claws. Amen. We can record an episode from the green. Is that what you call it? I think so. You sound professional. <laughs> then I watched Kansas lose on March Madness. Screwed my bracket. Brackets are destroyed. 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 I just want to quickly say, yeah, because we don't actually have a segment allocated to March Madness yeah. today, but. David, we told you guys last episode that we're in a work bracket. David was in first place. Oh my God. For a long time. A long time. And then all of these absolutely crazy upsets happened. Yeah. And now I'm in David's place. with the peasants down in the... I know. I'm so sad. Yeah. I... My whole West bracket was correct though. I was amazed. His entire West bracket, not a single miss. Not a single miss. I was stalking his bracket because like obviously I'm only competing with David in this bracket. Completely. And no one else at work. But are you a, are you beating me right now? No, no way. Oh, not so you're like not doing great. No, I'm doing terribly. That's because you chose Oral Roberts over Duke. Let I the heard record they show. were going to be good, and they lost. Yeah, I know. I mean, what could you say? They're a 12 seed. We watched, and Tally and I watched Arizona and Princeton. Arizona lose to Princeton together. Yeah, it was crazy. There's a lot of screaming. We were under a tornado watch. Mm-hmm. We were editing the pod. I was quarantining in David's apartment. And we were watching Arizona lose to Princeton. Sad, sad game. Sad game. So, March Madness happened. Kansas lost. And I went home. And I literally was like, okay, this is nice. I got home at like a decent time where I could relax for the evening and then watch some more TV and go to bed. Um, But then I got a text that people were out and they were like, oh my God, David, come out. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'll shower play some music while I shower and after the shower in my head I was either going to go out or I was going to be relaxed I was playing pump-up music so I think I <laughs> I think we knew a little Kim Petras in the background oh 100 percent and when I got out I was like oh my god screw bad I'm going out right now <laughs> so I did go out um had a great time I was in the karaoke room the majority of the time which is why I was I guess I was sending Tally text. I mean, some people just shouldn't sing karaoke. It's not cute when you're doing, like, you're singing poorly, unironically. Yeah, I think, okay, so I'm not the greatest singer. My s- strategy is to choose a song that everyone in the room will sing to. So I'm just there to be the hype man, right? Like, you're not there to listen to my voice sing. I'm there to choose a song that will get people excited. And everyone's going, what, what would be your go-to karaoke song? Okay, I need to think about that. But, like, quick comment at that. There's a level that if you're so bad, nobody's singing with you. Yeah, I mean... Like, even if you're singing a hype-up song. The girl that I texted you was Pocket Full of Sunshine, and most people should... That's up there on songs that I would scream. Great example of a song that everyone knows. And it was 
pretty bad to the point where nobody in the room was singing. What's your go-to? You know, Hit Me Baby One More Time. That actually might be kind of hard to say. Wait, that's a really good one. But it would I feel like it would get people hyped up. And I would just do some, like, fun dance moves, you know. Nobody can see yeah. me dancing right now, but... I can, and it's it's wonderful. So that, I think that, that's what I would go to. That's a good one. Anything Britney Spears is going to yeah. hit. Anything, yeah, completely. 90s O's. Yeah, I'd probably do a Blink-183 song. <laughs> Funny. Funny. Yeah, I literally wrote in my notes, don't sing karaoke if you're bad. <laughs> oh, but someone did sing a Selena Gomez song, and the crowd went wild, and the guy who was singing it was like, F. Haley Bieber, <laughs> and everyone like started losing it. <laughs> and I was like, yes! <laughs> Even though the drama's like over, nobody cares, but right. I was like, it was like 1 a.m., and I was like, Yes! Go, Selena Gomez! Okay, so Team Selena, Team it's Selena. unanimous. It's unanimous. As you know, I decided to s- Snapchat every single person I know from high school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is, you know, I'm still feeling the repercussions of that. You do have a little bit of aftermath you have to kind of clean up. Yeah. And I've been able to enjoy that ride with you this week at work. So not only do you need to chain me from not going out, you need to lock my phone when I'm out as well. Okay. So anyway, whatever we can we we can rest on Saturday. We can ima- I didn't write a note other than karaoke, so we can just imagine how the rest of the night went. Sunday, I went to Ice House. So <laughs> woke up. I woke up at like noon, and I was like, "Let's relax." Got a text. Let's go to Ice House. And you know where I was at? Ice House. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Okay, you do have to give me props though," because I was like, "I'm just drinking like a Michelob Ultra." Okay. I started off with a summer beer, so... Oh my god, that has like three types of alcohol in it. <laughs> but in my head, it has the name beer. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? No, you cannot go to Ice House without ordering a summer beer. And I, I could have done Marg's again, but I, I was like, it, Sunday has to be chiller. No, summer beer on a Sunday with some cheese fries from yes. Ice House. Amazing. Fire. There were also... Straight s- gas. Straight gas. That is the fourth time you said straight gas today. No, I know. Someone stopped me. Okay. Um, what were you going to say? <laughs> straight gas, baby. <laughs> there were so many dogs out at Ice House on Sunday, and I was just living my best life. Yeah, you looked cute on your Instagram story. Thank you so much. I keep on telling people I don't want a dog, but I want a dog for like one hour to take out with me on a Sunday. You should do the um, fostering. Yeah, but they're not... I can't be like, can I foster a dog to take them to Ice House? Everyone yeah. would be like, you're not our you're dog. You're missing the point. <laughs> yeah, but I'd be like, I'm just there for the photos. Nothing else. <laughs> um, but so I got to play with a bunch of dogs. The weather was amazing. Nice enough to like wear a jacket so I wasn't sweating the whole time. And then, you know, moseyed my way home. And I did go to bed at a reasonable time this Sunday. Yeah, well, you've been sleeping a lot. I've been getting like nine hours each night, which yeah. is crazy. So Can't relate to that. Yeah. You, you, you once again are texting me after I go to bed and then you are up before I wake up. I'm like a log unconscious and you're just like do, 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 do living life while I'm just am, in my coma. You're on do not disturb. And like, I can't tell you how many times I've gotten so close to just clicking notify anyway. If I wake up to a note before my alarm, that's like, Actually, I'm not, I haven't even been setting alarms recently. I've just been like, I'll just wake just up vibes. whenever. If I wake up to a text from you, it better be like, our pod is crashing or something. <laughs> and even then, I'll be like, you couldn't have given me another hour? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that was... What did you do this weekend? Wait, can I actually tell you something on Friday? 
Yeah. So on Friday, I was looking up Find My Friends because I needed to text my parents something, but I need to know that they were home because they, I just needed something from them. Anyway. Okay. So instead of like looking at their location, I was just like on the map because I was like, okay, let me just like zoom. I was home watching TV. I was like, let me just like zoom and see what everyone is doing. And so I noticed you were in the neighborhood, but like you weren't at your parents' house. And I'm like, I was just talking to someone about Scruffies the other day. And I was like, I bet the thought is that Scruffies right now. And I zoom in and then I'm like, wait, is she at a gelato place? And I zoom in more and I'm like, you're literally at Scruffies right now. Oh, of course. Yeah. Okay, so do you like Scruffies? Also, do you call it Scruffies or do you call it Scruffy Duffies? Um, so like because I didn't go to high school here, I'm like only hear people talk about that. I don't have any opinion on what it's called. I just know all the like stories and like people I know who live in the area go there for like Thanksgiving night and stuff. The night before Thanksgiving at Scruffy Duffy's is the night of the year in Plano. Yes. So I'm from, for those of you who don't know, I'm from this area. I went to high school in this area. So a lot of bars that I frequented as a kid, um, as a a wee tyke, wee little tyke had my parents picking me up from Scruffy Duffy's at 12 a.m. And you were there this Friday. I just met up with a friend on Friday at Scruffy Duffy's. SD's. SD, baby. (laughs) And we just kind of caught up, had some drinks, had some wine, talked about, you know, the pod. Actually, he had pulled together. Shout out to him. You know who you are. He, like, pulled together all the things he liked about the pod, and he took me through every single bullet point. What a homie. So much fun just to hear about it. Thank you guys for listening. So that was my Friday. Fun. And Saturday. Yeah, what did you do Saturday? I don't know anything other than that. Yeah, what did you do Saturday? Yeah, Saturday I woke up. Guess what was on my mind? The, the pod. pod. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I love that we just said that at the same time. The pod was on my mind. So I just kind of moseyed on over to my coffee machine and made a nice, nice steaming hot cup of coffee. And I parked my butt on the couch and I listened to this episode episode five just over and over and over again and just edited and just blew up david's phone yeah why do you make your weekend sound so wholesome and <laughs> mine not <laughs> well yeah i was like somebody sw- needs to tell the good stories i was golfing and my watch was going off and i'm like who was blowing me up just me yeah just a little tally yeah so i sat and i edited for hours and hours And then I went to Dallas to meet up with one of my best friends who I've spoken about many times on this podcast. Shout out Nina. Shout out Nina. Spent the whole day with her and we had lunch and we chatted and we watched YouTube videos. And then we went to one of my friend's housewarmings. My friend Wesley just got a townhome. Oh, what? That's so fun. Yeah, it's really sick. And Sick, dude. It's (laughs) it's so sick. sick. (laughs) Yeah. It's dope. Um, <laughs> Literally. <laughs> such a great time. He was an amazing host. He had food, drinks. We played games on the roof. He has a little roof deck. Oh my God. I, I'm a sucker for a roof. Love a roof deck. Yeah. And he actually, it was chilly that night and he had heaters and he had heaters. Um. Oh, so he's like Mr. Homemaker. No, seriously. I was like, I could just move in here. We played games on the roof for a while and it felt so cozy because of the heaters. Mm. And then Nina and I drove home got a little mickey d's on the way home because it was 1 a.m love that and when i was driving home <laughs> <laughs> well i was shit talking you about karaoke no literally i was like okay so david's out at karaoke i was driving on cedar springs <laughs> <laughs> no that's not a hate crime for me saying that 
Um, and I was like, okay, what are the odds that David and I are close to each other right now? So you're checking my location on Friday. I'm checking yours on Saturday. Yeah. We were 0.1 miles away from each other yes. on Cedar Springs. You literally passed right by me while I was texting you. Yeah. I could have literally just like parked my car and walked to you right, right then and there. If you came, like just popped in the bar Saturday night, I literally would have screamed. That would have been insane. Yeah. So we both could have hated Pocket Full of Sunshine Girl. I would have been like, you should get up there and sing. You sing. Tally sings. I do. If you heard the bloopers from episode five, you know Tally. (laughs) You know Tally sings. That was my big debut. Really? And then... Yeah, what did you do Sunday? Oh, wait, is Saturday over? Yeah, that was essentially my Saturday. What did you get from McDonald's? Did you get a shake? Oh, I want to try the shamrock shake. Oh my gosh, should we get shamrock shakes? Yes, we should. Okay. You didn't get a shamrock shake on Saturday? No, I didn't. I forgot. It's literally St. Patrick's Day vibes. No, I know. How long do they have it? Uh, girl, I don't know. Okay, well, we're going to figure that out. Yeah. Sunday, I... <laughs> Sunday had... Yeah, what did you do sa- Sunday? I had the Lord's brunch Day. with a friend. Yeah, Lord's Day. Well, I, you had a jam-packed weekend. I did have a jam-packed weekend. I had brunch with one of my girlfriends, Farah, who came in town from Colorado. Fun. Where'd you just my- go? One of my friends from high school. We went to Toasted. Oh, you've been having like a Toasted week. Yeah. I've had a lot of Toasted recently. <laughs> Smoked salmon, avocado toast. Yum. Not to bring this back, but straight gas. Okay. Straight so that was my weekend. Gas. Okay. Well, I'm so glad you had a fun weekend. You too. Little Dallas weekend for us. Yeah. We're, we were like two ships passing in the night the whole weekend to each other. I know. Maybe one of these days. We'll hang out. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Outside of the 60 hours a week we spend together, maybe we'll hang out. Yeah, as if our desks next to each other, recording the pod and editing the pod wasn't enough, but maybe. A girl can dream. Amen. Starting off with our pop culture roundup is a little Taylor Swift news. The Eras Tour launched in Arizona this past weekend, and it has been my whole TikTok for you page. I think I've seen almost the whole tour from every vantage point. But a little bit of numbers for everyone. There were almost 70,000 fans per night. Oh my god. Which is crazy. And it was three hours and 15 minutes long of just Taylor Swift. With 44 songs performed. So, like, why do you even need to buy tickets now? You already know everything that happened. Okay, but you're, like, a live music girly. No, I am. But Taylor Swift tickets are so expensive. They are. I will say I went to her reputation tour, and if I didn't go to her reputation tour, I would say, oh, I get it. You don't really need to go. But there's just something... I remember when she played Love Story on her Reputation tour and I literally lost my shit. And it was just the best night ever. I honestly loved seeing her live and the vibes were just good. So it is really expensive. I am keeping my eye out on StubHub to potentially go to her Dallas show or honestly like any show. I have a dollar threshold that if the tickets fall below that, I'm going to buy. I also wanted to note on March 19th, Taylor Swift broke her own record for biggest streaming day for any artist on Spotify in 2023. So on March 19th, she had 67 million streams. Oh my gosh. And that was the 19th was, today's the 21st, 20th, it was Sunday, which makes sense. I've been seeing Taylor Swift everywhere on social media and I am trying not to listen to her as much because she was my top artist last year mm-hmm. and I don't want to have her twice in a row. But I was like, oh, I've been listening to the Taylor Swift playlist the whole week. We can, like, get more into this. Yeah. But Taylor Swift is the epitome of someone who, like, adapts with the times. Completely. So it's not 
surprising that she's going to always be your favorite artist because she's always adapting. If you don't adapt, you can't survive. Yes. And like she, through the years, is has just been. Yes. No, completely. So I was thinking about this too because I can place every single Taylor Swift album to a different point in my life. Absolutely. It's like debut Taylor Swift came out and I remember being away at camp in eighth grade, freshman year of high school. And I remember people singing it. Mm-hmm. Like um red i remember being in college for that and i remember it playing at parties reputation i remember being Mm post-grad forever i'll always place these different eras of my life along with the different taylor swift eras yeah absolutely she does a really good job of being able to connect with a lot of people yes with her lyrics like for some reason, you can be going through something completely different than someone else. Yeah. But like everything she says will always resonate with you. She is so good at that. Completely. And I would not consider myself a Swifty because I wouldn't say I'm really a fandom type of guy. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get Except in. Except if it's Omar Apollo. Oh yeah. I'm number one, even though he didn't respond to me. So maybe I'm number one in his hater group. <laughs> the Swifties are kind of insane where they're looking for hidden Easter eggs and items and all that. I'm just someone who enjoys her music. Just take it at face value. Exactly. Exactly. Speaking of that, what is your favorite Taylor Swift era? I will say I loved Red. Ooh, you give Red. You're like a secret Red vibe. Thank you. Yeah. Can I guess what your favorite album is? Do you just want to tell me or do you No, you can can guess. It's definitely Reputation. Yeah, (laughs) Reputation is my favorite album by Taylor Swift. Like, that whole era, I know it was like people hate it but all those songs are just like you're a bad bitch screw everyone else no absolutely and not only do those albums equate to like a moment or like relate to a moment in your and everyone's lives yeah it also represents moments in her life like think about reputation was when she was quote unquote canceled yeah because of all that drama that happened yeah um and everyone was kind of had boycotted being her fan and it's so crazy because reputation obviously is a great album but it was her worst performing album. I hear that all the time. And that's so crazy because Reputation was my peak Taylor Swift fandom. Because I was loving life when Reputation came out. And that was the tour I went to. So I hold a lot of feelings towards Reputation. And I've seen all of those stats being like, most people didn't listen to Reputation. Most people didn't want to go to the Reputation tour. And please, people love Bad Blood. Oh, 100%. Look what you made me do. Oh, Getaway Car. All of these songs. Oh my gosh, I love Getaway Car. Yeah. I think it was her only album that didn't hit top charts. That's crazy. Yeah. Honestly, everyone should go listen to Reputation again right yeah, now. It's a great album. When I, Whenever her first album, Tim McGraw, came out, yeah. my dad gave me the actual like physical CD. The blue one, Taylor Swift, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I listened to it on repeat. I cannot tell you... That album played in my room every mm-hmm. single day, all day long. Oh, I knew completely. the order of the songs. I knew exactly when everything was going to transition. Like, yeah, that is my childhood right there. And I would like play guitar and like sing with her. I mean, our song. Do you remember? You know our song. Um. Yeah, I know our song. I feel like everyone lost it when that came out. Like, yeah. I didn't know that that was... I knew that was Taylor Swift at the time, but... We didn't know that she was going to become this huge superstar. For sure. So it was just like this song that everyone was obsessed with. Yeah, that's a great example of like, of her starting in, in Nashville. Yeah. And evolving into something completely different. 
completely. Red's my favorite. Speak Now is my second favorite. Mm, I see that for you. Yeah. Enchant. I Enchanted is my favorite Taylor Swift song of all time. Enchanted is so good. Yeah. I like to be super emo mm-hmm. and Love play it on my like saddest days. Yeah. And like, You're like imagining this like man that doesn't exist. Yeah. All of my like fake crushes that don't fake yeah. like me back. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, Taylor Swift, you get it. Mm-hmm. All too well. Oh. I know that's from Red, but that's my all-time favorite. Yeah. I'm... Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Okay, I would say screw Jake Gyllenhaal, but I also love Jake Gyllenhaal. I know, me too. So, but if, like, I'm at Taylor Swift's concert, I'm literally screw Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. But, like, also thank you for giving us such great music. I know. I'm happy all these breakups hap- all these breakups happened so we could get all this great music. My, like, f- secret favorite era from Taylor Swift is Lover. Lover is so good. Is I... I like Lover because to me, Taylor Swift is my like lovey-dovey artist. Mm-hmm. Like even though Reputation, love that era, it's my number one album. I like to be in my feels when I'm listening to Taylor Swift and Lover is just, you know, it's like the positive side of having a crush, right? Like yeah. Reputation is I hate everyone, screw everything. And Lover is oh, I love being in love. Yeah. I love everything you do. You make me so happy. And sometimes it's nice to listen to music. That just is happy. No, I totally agree. And that line, that lyric, that's like, have I known you 20 seconds or 20 years? Oh, my heart. Everyone has felt that moment before. Completely. And I just, everything, she's such an amazing storyteller. She just released a new song from Lover that was in her vault on the launch of her Eras tour called To All the Girls You've Loved Before. And I don't know if you saw me at my desk yesterday. I put my headphones on and I was like not on a meeting bopping. Okay, yeah, I noticed your headphones were on, but your like mic was your up. mic was up, and yeah. I was like, oh, he's definitely listening to music. Yeah, I was. I listened to that song maybe ten times in a row. I just it, once again, she just released it this past weekend. Go take a listen to it. I one love it. It puts it's off lover, so it puts me in that lovey dovey mood. And I think the message of it is really nice because we all have these moments where you're have a crush on someone, you're going on dates with someone, and people have passed and you're like screw their exes like i hate all of them blah 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 but i think this song we're we're 28 right so no matter who we date people are gonna have a past for sure like that's just the real part of it and the song is basically about how your all of your past made you who you are today oh that's so interesting and i think the lyrics especially just in the place of life i'm at right now really are really positive so basically it's saying like to all the girls you've loved before made the one i fall in love with blah 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 and some like i don't have any I, she just released last weekend so i don't have all of the lyrics memorized Wait, i really like that no message. you should listen to it because it's so it's just so happy so nice so relevant for the point of life we're at and the the music is just so bo- i was just it just makes you be like like floating in your little little like pink lover cloud and just that's like so la, la 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 so um i also I feel just, like that's great for her to kind of give that message just like for a song for herself as well because she's obviously known for dating a lot of people yes and people give her a bad rap for that which why like Like, we shouldn't be doing that not at all but it's the same thing like she's dated all these people and it's like shaped her and like that's why i love her because everything is personal to her and it's personal to us yeah no i agree i like how she lets us in enough where you can feel the music understand what point of life she's at Mm -hmm. and we've all been in all the points of life that she's been at but also she's kind of private where 
What does she do on the weekend? I really right. could not tell you. I think she's just pretty a pretty down to earth person. As down to earth as you can be. Yeah. With her fame. I although she is, even though people like do hype her up a lot, she is at its core like a strong moneymaker girl. Like for sure. People give her the benefit of the doubt to be like, oh, Taylor would never do that. Please. Taylor is charging like six hundred dollars for her tickets and making yeah. billions of dollars off her tour. Yeah. And I'd be doing the same exact thing. A hundred percent. And then re-releases songs. I know the Scooter Braun drama is awful, but mm-hmm. like all of the Swifties just like eat it up. And it's her second time releasing the song. I know. That was so clever that she did that. I mean, I ate it up. And I know. I'm like, good for you. I was you, like, girlie. I'm boycotting the old versions. <laughs> Taylor versions only. Her production for her tour that I've been seeing is so high. It's crazy. Yeah. It doesn't surprise me. There's so many crazy effects that she does. And like, and also side note. I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but like I've heard a lot of people say that liking Taylor Swift is basic. Oh. I hate. First of all, I hate when people say that about Taylor Swift because, or they're like, she's not even that good of a singer. First of all, she has a wonderful voice mm-hmm. and she is one of the best songwriters of all time. Yes. And liking her is not basic. And also stop calling people's music choices basic. People like what they like. So let them live. I digress. That, I'm getting off my soapbox. I like you coming for your like little redemption arc about yeah. that. <laughs> um, I completely agree with you. I personally, I have the most basic, as you know, the most basic, and you can admit it. No, music I like, taste. would never call your music taste basic. It's personal to you. Completely. And I like what I like. I will say what I do like about Taylor Swift out of all the other artists that I listen to is a lot of the, most of my other songs like Kim Petra's John Summit are just like amp up party people. Taylor Swift is the artist that I listen to and I'm like actually listening to the lyrics and literally every other sentence will like puncture me in the heart. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I, yes. I don't know even how she comes up with it. Oh my God. I need you to listen to all the girls you've loved before because I think... I mean, it's probably a little more re- relevant to me than you right now, but I think that in a couple months, it's going to be like extremely relevant to you and you're going to just be like, holy shit. I can't wait. I'm definitely going to listen to it. Yeah. Um. So I really hope I get tickets. I, there's so many tour dates. I'm confident. Like there has to be one tour where prices drop. Honestly, with the, the Dallas tour is next weekend. So maybe. Does she have two nights? Yeah. Friday, Saturday. She's in Vegas this weekend, which I was like, that'd be lit. That would be so fun. Um, Not to digress about Vegas, but do you like Maroon 5? I you can l- say no. No, I like Maroon 5. I think that What's His Bucket is a freak. Adam Levine? Yeah. They're performing in Vegas. So I was like on a StubHub troll. Because once I like go about one concert, I'm like, should I be getting into concerts? And so then I was looking at the concerts in Vegas and Adam Levine is there. <laughs> Maroon 5 is there. Um, and their tickets are like $45 for the MGM Grand. Yeah, that's because everyone hates Adam Levine now. No, I know. I've been to a Maroon 5 concert before. This is pre him being a freak though. So no yeah. judgment. I just have boycotted Adam Levine. What did he... Wait, what? I don't... I literally don't even know. You don't know what happened? What happened? He's married and has kids and he was like cheating on his wife, like sending all these disgusting Instagram DMs to all of these random models and stuff. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Every, they all got released. Honestly, I don't know exactly what happened. Okay, so you won't be going. No. I'm not going either. I'm going to keep on monitoring StubHub, and I feel, like, pretty good about my chances about being able to attend one of the Eras tours. When you put your mind to something, you make it happen, baby. I have faith in you. I actually want her to do the international tour, and I would love to go to an interna- international leg. 
That would be so sick. That would be so sick. Let's go to sick. Paris and see Taylor Swift. I'm down. I don't okay. know what the venues are like in Paris. Do they have stadiums? In Paris? Yeah, yeah. They play soccer. Yeah. I mean, football. Okay. Let's do it. I'm down. Taylor Swift, we're coming for you, baby. Mm-hmm. Watch out. Do you have anything else on Taylor Swift? No. Pop culture roundup. <laughs> Show me the money. Don't you have an interesting story for us, Tally? Yes, I do. Feel free to elaborate on that one. I feel like I sound drunk. Well, it is after midnight on a Tuesday. We've talked about it. David and I are both Apple people. Yes. Oh my God, bringing it back to the first episode. Mm -hmm. Aww. Back to the Super Bowl ads. Wow. So have you heard about Apple delaying product launches this year to avoid like mass layoffs at their company. Have you heard about this? No. What? So apparently Apple is pushing several planned new products into 2024 as part of a cost cutting plan designed to avoid layoffs. So I found some news um, reported by this guy, Mark Gurman. Have you heard of Mark Gurman? No. Now I feel like the tables have been turning. How's it feel? Who who does he report for? So he's a tech reporter for Bloomberg who has a long history of accurately reporting on Apple's product Uh, launch plans so he's a very credible source that people rely on for apple updates we only work with credible sources here on touche yes we do based on what i've seen apple had a 30 billion dollar last quarter and their stock is actually up 20 percent. hell yeah baby and they are launching a couple really cool new products like a mixed reality headset an operating system so because of these these really you know these some successful quarters for them some new products they have in the pipeline mass layoffs right now could really impact morale or create a lot of fear around the state of the company and the economy definitely so like a lot of obviously we've all heard about the layoffs that happened at meta amazon microsoft so apple is trying to avoid what some of those really big tech companies are having to do currently so wanted to talk about a couple ways that they are avoiding layoffs company is delaying bonuses for corporate teams that previously received payouts twice a year oh wow there was people getting bonuses twice a year at apple so now those teams will get their entire bonus in october matching the schedule of most colleagues so oh my heart bleeds i know like woe is me so they're making a couple little tweaks like that so some projects including the new home devices like HomePod with a screen Oh my god, they're making a HomePod with a screen. Have you heard a song come out of HomePod? No. A couple of my friends have them, and they're so sick. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, they had to push that back to 2024. Cool. So Save some more money for buying one. Yeah. That So that, them pushing this back allows Apple to allocate its research and development budget to more pressing projects. So also, Apple has completely paused hiring on some teams and are limiting hiring on a lot of others. Hiring freezes are no big surprise. A lot of big tech companies and a lot of companies just across the board are dealing with this right now. Mm-hmm. When some people leave their positions, Apple is actually keeping those roles open rather than filling them. Makes sense with mm-hmm. the hiring freeze. So they've cut travel budgets significantly. And when you are taking trips, you have to get approval from senior executives. So there are no boondoggles happening, my That friend. sucks. You can't yeah. get anything past them. No, you cannot. So managers have become really strict on office attendance. As in you have to come to the office? Yes. Crazy. How many times? So employees are typically expected to come in on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Damn, Tal, you'd be fired. (laughs) Oh, that is ice cold. I'd be in. 
I go into the office when I'm feeling it. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. Apple would be like, mm, maybe just vibes. It's not enough. Yeah. <laughs> Tuesday through Thursday, though, is like an optimal in-office schedule. I don't think it's a big deal. Most companies are requiring people to come back into the office. You can like still do a Sunday fun day and also get your Friday night starting on time with that schedule. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we know where your head is at. Retail employees are also saying in some cases that if people call in sick or are absent, Apple isn't replacing their hours. And they're also getting rid of what they call special sick time due to COVID. Mm. So, I mean, that's also pretty common. And another thing I wanted to note is Apple isn't always replacing workers when they leave in like retail real t- retail staffing and firing for standard reasons rather than mass layoffs appear to be up. Okay, so instead of firing a bunch of people, they're just using their natural attrition rate and not hiring them back. Exactly. Okay. So although some of these things that I've named aren't necessarily ideal, it's a lot better than what some of these really big companies just laying off 20% of their workforce or whatever. But never say never. This is what they're doing currently to avoid these layoffs, but who knows what could happen in the future. Completely. I was just reading another article that Amazon is laying off another 9,000 people next week. That's insane. Maybe they should take some tips from Apple. Apple products always stress me out. I used to be a big Apple Keynote boy. I haven't really bought a new phone recently, but I'm in the realm again. So it's always stressful timing that because they come out with a new phone basically every September. But Mm -hmm. sometimes you wait and then you watch the Keynote. And you're like, okay, all they did was update one little thing. I could have had a new phone five months ago. Yeah. So. That's good that you do that. I'll be, yeah, because I'm I'm stressed. You know, when buyer's remorse is so real when it comes to phones. So this list is not everything they're doing, but I just named a couple ticket items. Yeah. Um, I thought it was really interesting. That's nice that they're not doing mass layoffs. I'm sure, like you said, never say never, but. I know morale must be just crazy at all these other companies. Mm-hmm. So it's nice that Apple's being, hey, take a breather for now. It might be some hard times. You might not have as much fun as you used to, but just bunker down for a little bit and eventually, hopefully, the better days will be here. Absolutely. We will link the article so you guys can read for yourself. Thanks, Tally. Okay, so David is our bank boy. Bank boy. He's our bank boy. So he has another little bank article to take us through today. Continuing on the bank world, UBS shares fall after Credit Suisse rescue deal. So basically, we talked about SVB last week and its collapse and wanted to kind of touch on what else is going on in the banking world and how has that collapsed and the reaction to markets affected other banks. UBS agreed to acquire its rival, Credit Suisse, in a deal valued at around $3 billion that will bring together Switzerland's two biggest banks. Oof. Swiss regulators had been urging the two to come to an agreement over the weekend to bolster confidence in the banking system and reduce panic in financial markets. So the merger, though, will need to bypass the six-week approval period normally allotted to UBS shareholders to evaluate the deal. So it there's no guarantee yet. So it hasn't officially happened. No. And I will say probably by the time this pod episode drops, we will have more news on it. But I'm just updating you as of right now what we know. David keeps predicting our future. Basically, it started off when Credit Suisse released its 2022 annual report last week, which cited material weakness, worrying investors after the collapse of SVB. So like we were talking about last episode, 
a lot of the banking world is based off of vibes. So because SVB collapsed, because Credit Suisse was like, oh, I don't know, we might be struggling, basically, investors are just scrambling and any sign of weakness or any sign of dropping, they take it as, oh, you're going under. Now, while SVB was a niche player in a very narrow market, remember the tech world? Credit Suisse, on the other hand, was a 167-year-old bank with a half-trillion balance sheet and 50,000 full-time employees. So, very different than SVB. Wow. I do want to update everyone. First Republic Bank in California also collapsed along with SVB. So, I believe as of right now, even though this isn't really a collapse, it's our third bank issue, which is a little scary. It is a little scary. So, while regulators intervene... And this is like a little more of my opinion and thoughts here. Given the banks collapsing, consumers and businesses will now probably become more reluctant to spend money, right? So mm-hmm. us as consumers will be like, okay, the banking world is kind of going crazy. Maybe I'm not going to ball out as much this year as I wanted to. On the other hand, banks will start tightening how much they lend, right? Because they're collapsing, so to speak. They're not going to also just be shelling out money to people. Mm-hmm. Overall, it will slow the economy in the U.S. and globally because of that. Once again, all based on vibes because people feel uncomfortable spending money. So, recession. I'm not exactly saying that, but the other interesting part of that, as you point out, is that the Fed has been raising interest rates to take us out or prevent a recessionary era. They actually are going to stop raising the interest rate because the economy is slowing on its own quicker than expected because of all these bank collapses. Now, whether that's a good or bad thing, time to tell. There's two sides to every story, right? The Fed is saying, okay, we were trying to do this anyway. Now we won't have to pull as many of our levers to get the job done. However, could it course correct too hard in the other way? Something also interesting. On Monday, March 20th at 1.04 p.m., I wrote this down because I got the notification. I just want, I want everyone to be like aware since things are changing so quickly what's happening. A New York federal judge has ruled that J.P. Morgan Chase can be sued by the Virgin Islands over the bank ties to Epstein, to Jeffrey Epstein. Wow. So while that's not exactly right, Related to the Credit Swiss story, once again, another bank is having drama over something completely different. So JP Morgan getting sued because of its ties to Jeffrey Epstein. We're not going to go into like the Jeffrey Epstein dive right now, but we could. There's just a lot of banking issues and banks kind of getting into drama right now. Mm-hmm. Wait, that's crazy. I want to hear more about this, but I know there's probably another time and place for that. There were bad things when inflation was high. There will be bad things when the economy is slowing down. All based off of essentially vibes, right? Like mm-hmm. SVB collapsed, First Republic Bank collapsed, Credit Suisse had to be acquired, JP Morgan's being sued. People are just like, okay, right now I don't want to do crazy things in the banking industry. Yeah. Makes sense. We'll see if Apple sticks to their promises. No, I know. To avoid those mass layoffs. I was thinking about that during that. I was like, I mean, I'm sure they'll be fine. I'm sure by the time we produce this, there's going to be 10 more stories about banking. So I promise, as as we were on the subscription vibe, I promise I'll get off the banking vibe soon. But 
just think it's important to stay in tune with the drama as much as possible. No, you're a bank boy. Don't stop. So, sad times if you're in banking. Hopefully in a couple of months, we'll be reporting positive banking news. But until then, we'll be continuing to show you the money. for this weekend is to not go to Ice House on Sunday. My goal for this weekend is to go to Ice House with David. On Sunday? Yeah. I'm, I'm a weak man. Text me and I'll go. Let's go. Okay, yeah. Let's do it. It's supposed to be like 81 tomorrow. Hell yeah. It's a Wednesday, so it doesn't matter. Let's go to Ice House. On Wednesday? Yeah. <gasps> oh my gosh, we're editing the pod. Yeah. They have Wi-Fi. Let's literally have a summer beer and edit the pod like outside. <laughs> we're going to come back with the worst episode ever. <laughs> well, on that note... Be sure to find us on all podcast platforms, on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Be sure to focus on our Instagram and TikTok. We're really trying to pump out content on those babies at Touche the Podcast. And you guys know the drill. Send us an email at touchethepodcast at gmail.com. We want to start answering listener questions so send us a question please do give us a story going through a breakup hit us up you're dating a new guy who's doing something weird hit us up good night world good night moon good night david touche the podcast oh my god you just peaked so hard (laughs) 